The pharmaceutical industry is a complex and fascinating field. It takes countless of people to bring a high-quality product to the market. In the Qualitox podcast, I bring to you leaders, experts, and innovators who will share their experiences and explain to us how they do it. Welcome to the Qualitox podcast. I'm Ian Kugler, your host, and my guests today are Florian Hildebrand, the CEO of Qualifies, and Carla Perferrer, the head of quality there. And today we're going to talk about uh, their services and how they help uh, pharma companies uh, qualify their suppliers quicker by obtaining uh, uh, broad audit reports and uh, about their vision about uh, shared audit reports across the community. So let's get to it. Florian, Carla, welcome to the Qualitox podcast. Uh, I'm excited to, to talk to you and uh, I'm really interested uh, to learn more about uh, qualifies and uh, I really like to know uh, how did it all start, uh, where uh, the idea came from. So Carla is our head of quality. Um, I am Florian, one of the founders. And yeah, I would say our journey started actually two and a half years ago, roughly three years ago now, since it's already uh, late July, beginning of August. And uh, initially the idea was born out of the PhD uh, from David, the other, the other founder of the company, to create an online platform for uh, chemical raw materials. So the idea was to set up a trading platform. And um, yeah, a couple of months after this, this idea was born, David and I met and then uh, yeah, we decided to do this together. And uh, I quit my job at the time, which my parents actually didn't like. So I was just, you know, making good money on track for a good career, <laughs> driving a big fancy car. And then I came home and I said, look, guys, actually, uh, I've got no money left now. I don't have the car anymore, but now I have David. <laughs> so uh, it was always a, it's always a fun story. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems to have turned out for us now. So that's good. So it seems so, that yeah, it think- paid off, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, not yet paid off, but I think we're on track that yeah. uh, it needs to be some good things. Maybe let's start from our vision. So what our vision as qualifies is we want to create a platform where companies can exchange data on their suppliers to get a continuous supplier qualification services. So at the moment, companies, when they look at their suppliers, they're all doing it individually through audits, through data they collect over the course of the year, you know, tests they do in the laboratory, but nobody's exchanging information. And we want to come in and create this platform, a secure and safe environment where companies can exchange the data in order to have a, you know, qualification through the collective rather than through one company. And today for this, in order to get there, it obviously takes some, some steps and also some convincing to do in the, you know, in the minds of the people, because typically information, people don't want to share it. So we start off with this online platform for supplier audits. So at the moment, we supply to roughly 160 pharmaceutical companies, mostly in Europe, a unique platform which enables them to quickly request an audit. They directly get a price. And then over the course of the audit, all the documents, all the necessary information is um, provided to them by the platform. So they see all the auditor CVs, you know, the CAPA follow-ups. Everything comes through this one one kind of um, stop, and they can manage all their audits through our platform. And uh, and th- that's uh, how it started, or or at first you had a bit different idea. Yeah. So um, initially, we actually started. Uh, yeah, roughly three years ago, uh, in 2017, the idea, the initial idea of Qualifies, which is now our name. Before we were called actually ChemSquare, so some companies still know us under ChemSquare. Um, it was started as an idea to create a marketplace 
for chemicals, so a trading platform for chemicals. And then um, we quickly decided that we need to focus within the chemical industry, and we focused on the pharmaceutical industry. And when we were speaking to the clients we had or the, the, the companies we were working with, we quickly realized that these companies weren't so much interested in the pricing information, they were interested in the quality information. So how good are the suppliers, you know, are there any audits available, have there been any defaults or whatever, and not so much, you know, is the vitamin C three euros per kilogram or 10 euros per kilogram. These are, information is important, but it's mostly about what's the quality of the product. And then we pivoted and, uh, and changed our business model. And it's interesting for me, uh, um, what's uh, special about uh, qualifies in comparison to the competition, for example. So I know for, so we have, uh, for example, the uh, RX360. So they also offer uh, audits and um, other competitors. So why is qualifies uh, special in this arena? Yeah. So there's two sides of this answer. On one side, even today, I mean, we have a super attractive pricing model because our audits are based on reselling. So the prices that we offer are simply lower than the others. And at the same time, we offer our customers a unique customer experience with a super high quality. So the audits we provide have a super high quality. We have a super high skilled audited uh, workforce. And at the same time, we have this online platform, which just provides you everything that you need in one click. So when we ask customers what's good about us, they typically say they don't have to worry. They don't have to ask for anything. Everything is there where they need it. That's kind of the first part of the answer. And the second part is we have in our team now eight people working in the IT engineering department, working on different solutions to improve this kind of old school processes, the auditing process itself, which hasn't changed for 25 years. And there's so much value to capture from analyzing data from making better more efficient digital audits which will help us as an industry to create better safety for our patients by providing better medicine so uh, what uh, do you innovate in this arena it's actually a different thing so on one side it's the kind of process of how we find auditors how we source auditors and how the whole process is managed and on the other side how the audit is done itself so we are experimenting with digital glasses and doing remote audits which become in handy when you do kind of uh, when you have like a corona corona time so this could <laughs> become a potential you know a solution for the future and then we're working on i would say a lot of the database aspect so how is the data from an audit um, processed and analyzed because at the moment all this is a full you know written text document and you cannot really compare audit reports. So this is something where we also uh, are currently working on quite heavily. Does it work right now uh, during the corona time? So it's a really interesting aspect because I know that the um, audits were yes. canceled all over. And so how do you solve this exactly. issue? Uh, we realized since the beginning that this was a severe issue that we will be facing. So yes, we put our hands together to Yes, to create alternative for, for our customers. Uh, and they were well accepted within them. Obviously, they need to do a risk assessment at their site to evaluate which of the alternative we are proposing to them is the best uh, suit for their needs. Uh, but uh, yes, I think uh, alternatives such as remote audit um, are came a little bit before than we were expecting in order to be 
our vision to this uh, continuous supply chain qualification. So yes, uh, I think it is a good trial because we see also it is not just a one-off uh, alternative uh, right now with, due to the corona situation. It can also be uh, an option uh, to implement between on-site audits in the future. So yes, I think we learn a lot. We are still learning from this situation. We are lucky because uh, having customers around the world and also auditees and auditors around the world uh, allows us to learn from all of them and to foresee which are the situations we find out in different countries uh, in this in this uh, yes in this outbreak that we are living now. So I think we take a lot of advantage of this conversation we have with all our stakeholders, and we can prepare and foresee in advance how we will handle the situation. And I think this will be a learning. Uh, for our uh, vision in the future uh, to continue with this uh, continuous supply chain qualification uh, method. So you did uh, quite a lot of audits uh, um, online right now? Uh, uh, only documentation check or uh, how does it yes, exactly there's, work? There's many, many situations and we've been adapting to each situation according to the risk as well. So some of them are only documental audits, like paper audits. Uh, based on a really rigorous and extended uh, questionnaires and also uh, additional documentation that we ask. Um, for some kind of suppliers, this is sufficient or, or the customers. But we also do virtual audits, which include direct communication with the ODT or with the subject matter experts. Uh, they can also include alternatives to the facilities suppliers. As Florian was saying, we can introduce uh, uh, virtual tours uh, to the facilities with uh, Google Glasses or uh, also videos about the, the process itself. That's actually the experiment we are doing. So the first experiments will be with our own auditors to see how it's working and then we need to establish a process. I mean, we speak also a lot to customers and I think that's what, what you were mentioning. I mean, there's always opportunity in the crisis and you need to be open because these things may come back in the future and COVID might be with us for quite some time. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, the different option of just taking a smartphone and doing a virtual tour with a smartphone. So there are lots of different ways that also customers are experimenting. I think the question is then, how can this match into a regulatory framework and how can we make sure that we comply and in the end of the day create still the same effect as an on-site audit? Because I think what we also see is that customers I still ask for this. I think what we see uh, from our customer perspective and also from health authorities that this will not never be or for the time being, it will not be a total alternative to the on-site audit, but we see it as a middle-term solution yeah. for this for this situation we are living right now, but also for the future. Maybe it will allow uh, companies to extend the validity of their, their on-site audit reports, um, and also it will allow them to check, for example, on, on the CAPA situation. Um, uh, yes, so yes, we are exper experiencing experimenting uh, a lot of different situations. Yeah. And I think maybe just, just one addition also what happens, what we see is, as, as you mentioned as well, many audits were canceled. And this is also reducing the capacity and the availability of the auditees. So um, the need to perform shared audits, which is obviously our original business model, is still there. So we see also an increasing interest of bigger companies, which tend to do the audits in-house 
they now turn to companies like us to do kind of audit sharing. And this also maybe can contribute to where we are going, enabling and making sure that companies start to share this information. And I think this is the most important thing that, that more people start to share it. Yeah, I think it's also a good idea. I know from um, experience that big companies don't uh, like to outsource it because uh, sometimes uh, there is a lack of trust. So okay. the question, how do you bridge it? And I know also that the smaller companies, um, especially medical devices companies that are usually uh, small companies, not like a big pharma, uh, they think that uh, they need less resources to do the audits themselves Well, actually, not with our prices, because our business model is very attractive. So I think for them, we are a, cl a clear case. And uh, for the bigger companies, so we have a couple of the really big companies, also big pharma companies that work with us. But to be honest, they do like small, small business with us. So it's a couple of mm -hmm. audits a year. And I think there we are trying to develop an alternative solution for them. So what could be value to them? So one could be, for example, providing a secondary opinion. So that in addition to their own opinion, they get a second opinion. The other could be that we kind of, you know, even challenge their own, their own auditor teams and train their own auditor teams just to get them a, a different perspective. Because when we speak to auditors, obviously one of the concerns of an auditor is, am I doing the right thing? Is what I'm looking at, is it actually correct? And the assessment that I'm having are other people, would they follow the same assessment? So this we could also kind of enhance by even, you know, again, having a data glass there, somebody else looking at it from a remote perspective and say, actually, I think that's not a major, that's a minor because of X, Y, Z, and just enhancing that experience. But this is something which we are now trying to develop. So it's in our roadmap ahead. At the moment, our target customers are SMEs, so small and medium-sized enterprises. Mm -hmm. As in, and relating to the trust, uh, we provide them. Uh, we also Uh, we have developed an internal quality system. We really yeah. take care of our key sure. processes. Uh, we have a very rigorous uh, auditor qualification process. So we make sure that our standards keep uh, high um, and we are in constant supervision of our uh, yes, audit process. So uh, we, are, we make sure they can trust and, and we are always allowing them to qualify as as, as subcontractors and we can provide them all the information they need to qualify us and to trust us as a, a service provider. So how does your uh, platform work uh, from both uh, of the side, from the customer side and from the auditors that uh, do uh, the audits uh, for you? So yeah, it's, it's, I think there are two ways of working with the platform. So we have this kind of simple request form where you just type in your, your supplier And then you directly get a, a price quote and you see if the audit is available or not and if there's already a date planned. And then you come to this kind of your own dashboard. And actually, the, the platform is for free. So you don't have to pay anything. You just have to register and you get all the benefits already. And then you get um, access to this, your own personal dashboard, where you see all your audits that you have requested in the past together with a certain status. And also, if you have to do something. So if you have any specific requirements you want us to look at during an audit, you can upload them through the platform. And the whole process is kind of managed. And then you get obviously email communication. That's kind of one part. And the other part is obviously some customers, they have not just one request, they have 10, 20 requests. Then you have an option to upload your own audits in your whatever file you want. And then they're processed through our platform and you get kind of this bundle offer. And uh, 
yeah, then you can see the audits in different states, download the documents, you can request follow, uh, renewal audits. So if the audits have expired, you can request renewals. You get all the Kappa follow-ups through the platform. You know, when you get the draft reports, everything comes through the platform. So that's kind of our main um, kind of communication tool with the customers. But at the same time, obviously, we are also there. So, you know, they have our phone numbers and email addresses. So if they really need support and kind of detailed questions, then we are there. and We have more time for them because we don't have to take care of all the admin stuff, which is automated and digitalized. Mm -hmm. and can, and, you, can you connect your uh, platform with uh, the quality management system of the client? Can they, uh, for example, uh, synchronize the CAPAs or uh, download them? Not yet, but this is something we have in mind. This is, uh, yes, uh, some strategic uh, initiative that we are thinking about uh, for the future. So not yet, but uh, definitely it's something that is already on our mind. Um, it, it's also uh, from the auditor perspective, they are still don't have a direct interface with the platform, uh, but it is also something that we are thinking to implement in the near future. At the moment, um, from the auditor perspective, what customers can see is the, the CV of the auditor and they can check uh, the profile if, and if it's aligned with the minimum requirements they have. Um, and uh, then the, the audit report and all the, yes, all the auditor management, it, it's managed internally, not through the platform yet, but it will be done in the near future. Mm -hmm. So the auditors um, um, write the report and then they send it to, to you as a, in a PDF form. Exactly. They, we have a template for them to because we want to have a common voice in all our audit report. So we provide them with a template which, ha which has been internally designed and, and yes, developed it, uh, at Qualified. Uh, and with this report, which it's always internally also checked at Qualified. Um, yes, it's a Word template, and then we transfer to a PDF form for our customers, and we upload it to the platform for them to be ready there whenever they need uh, mm -hmm. access. Okay, and how do you choose your auditors? Oh, we have a rigorous, a rigorous uh, qualification process, as I said. Uh, first of all, to assess any of the candidates uh, presented to us. Uh, we see if they have, uh, if they achieve a minimum requirement. Uh, and then once we see that the profile is, is aligned with our minimum requirements, we start a process which begins with a, a, a questionnaire. Then it, it goes to an interview where we assess uh, the auditor skills. Then uh, depending on the classification we do internally, there is also a witness audit with them. And finally, uh, we also do a check on their writing skills, on, on their reporting skills. And finally, we do a final uh, deliverance on the profile and we qualify them. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, we also do a constant supervision to them. So uh, as I said uh, before, we always check their, uh, the results, the, the, the reports they deliver to us to, to assure that we have this common voice within qualifies. Uh, and we also do uh, some checks every two years to to make sure they they are still aligned with our minimum requirements. They are still understand our methodology, and and they they are still um, yes uh, being trained uh, according to the regulations and update to 
all the the news about the pharmaceutical industry. Okay, so you um, there are uh, internal uh, qualifies uh, quality managers that uh, reviewed every audit report exactly. and then uh, exactly. in the quality mm -hmm. team at qualified there are quality officers who are responsible uh, to support the auditor not only during the report review but also during the preparation we also give a close support to them and we always make sure uh, yes they are aligned with our uh, standards uh, with our quality standards and also they are aligned with the uh, expectations from our customers so um, you have uh, auditors all over the world or you Yes, we believe this is crucial uh, to have local auditors where the audits are performed. So as as, as much as we can, we allocate mm -hmm. auditors who are uh, based on the countries where the audits are performed. At the moment, we have roughly 40 auditors uh, locate, uh, qualified and located at different places in the world. Like we have auditors in China, well, in Asia, meaning China, India. Taiwan. Taiwan, and we also have um, auditors in America, in US, but also in South America, and also in Europe, like different countries in Europe, and also in South Africa. Okay, so all over uh, the place, and uh, they audit according to, to all the standards. You have somebody who exactly. we goes according to ISO GDP. All, they are not all qualified to to perform any kind of audit. So the qualification is specific to their expertise. Uh, so yes, we can uh, audit different areas from API manufacturers to packaging manufacturers or service providers, such as, I don't know, uh, laboratory or, or any other type of service providers or pharmacovigilance audits, for example. So because you audit uh, all around, uh, so you, you get, uh, um the option to get, to gather so much information about quality and analyze the data and see uh, what uh, what is lacking in general in specific exactly. countries and and so on so uh, from your perspective uh, what uh, what is the whole thing or where companies can do better right now depends a lot on on the areas uh, of auditing uh, I would say, even though it's not a hot topic or a new topic, that integrity is still something that comes along very often. Uh, we also have, we also see that the new process validation approach is not well understood in in some cases. But yes, we we see many different uh, types of observations. So I I couldn't say like a, a trend at the moment, not a, um, a GMP specific topic, uh, but the nitrosamines topic is something that we are also um, seeing a lot, like how, how suppliers manage this nitrosamine risk assessment. Uh, and it is something our customers are also really interested in evaluating it during audit. Right now, during uh, the COVID-19, so again, because uh, one company does several audits uh, uh, per year and you do so many audits, you have so much experience also with uh, those virtual audits. Uh, so uh, besides uh, uh, hiring you as a service provider, uh, can you give some advice for companies what they can uh, do better uh, with uh, uh, virtual audits? 
Uh, yes, I think uh, the approach is quite similar uh, as the on-site audit. I think having a, a, a good preparation of the audit is, is very critical and more in, in virtual audits, in remote audits, because uh, yes, the, the interaction is much more complex, let's say. And so you have to have a, a complete or a rigorous uh, audit preparation. Uh, it is also important to select the good platforms you are gonna use during the audit. So to, to do a dry run also to check that it will be working as intended, to have a backup solution uh, in case there are, there are any problems during the audit day. Also to prepare a good agenda because even though it's a, a, a virtual audit, you need to uh, make sure you manage your time uh, adequately during the audit. So yes, and, and ask as many information as possible in advance to allow the auditor to, yes, have a good overview of the situation and then go to the point during the, the virtual audit. Also, as, as you would do in, a, in an on-site audit, uh, to discuss uh, the, the non-conformities or something that brings uh, a, a big discussion at the point and to ask for evidence this is, if possible during the virtual audit. Also, uh, we, we consider that having a share, a share platform to share documents, um, it's important rather than seeing the documents on the screen, because uh, from the auditor perspective, it's, it's quite tiring to read uh, documents as you talk to the, to the subject matter experts. So to have a sharing, uh, platform to to look documents in advance or also after the audit it, it's important um, and that's all yeah. so maybe just one thing from my side so you know when you do a virtual tour you need to make sure you have connection so you know we had uh, some cases where there was no wi-fi or no 4g connection so then you can't do obviously video tours yes. and you need to be creative yeah okay so um what do you do then Video tours, where you ask them to uh, to film. Usually, it's uh, not allowed in the companies. Yes, Depends on the companies. This, yeah. this is why I said the preparation is very important. So yeah. all all topics related to confidentiality, how we will do the facilities tour, or how which alternative will we have to assess the facilities. Uh, uh, so this is something we really discuss during the preparation. And uh, Florin, you mentioned um, that you are also uh, striving towards uh, digitalization, and uh, you're trying. Um, so right now you work uh, a lot of paper based. You get uh, the audits, but you're you want to make some app for uh, uh, for the auditees that probably synchronizes with your system. And uh, so, uh, what is uh, the vision in this direction? Yeah, the business just to connect. I mean, we don't know the exact product, and this is something that we've also learned in the past. When when you become too specific and too focused on one solution, then you typically tend to fail, and we've actually experienced that uh, quite severely. So um, yeah, it's important to kind of focus on the problem. And for us, the problem is at the moment that data is not uh, standardized and that data is not collected through kind of one one central hub. And now we need to find uh, uh, solutions that uh, accommodate this so that we can collect data, data better and that people are happy to share this data. So, you know, to maybe not talk about the auditees, but the customers, we have customers, pharma companies giving us audit reports. So the audits we have on the platform, not just from us, they're also from other pharma companies. 
And this is where we start to see this somehow working a bit. You also mentioned that um, pharma companies are reluctant to, uh, to share information. And um, so uh, why do you think it's important that they change uh, the way they are doing things and uh, rather uh, share the knowledge uh, globally? It's uh, creating benefits uh, for, for all of us. So if you, if you share information, you get insights that somebody else uh, that you can only collect through the kind of collective. So if you have more data points, obviously the value you capture from the information is much better. At the moment when we do these kind of audits or certifications, you spend two, three days at a company uh, once every three years, right? So that's not really a lot of information you can gather. Imagine that instead of, I mean, you doing two days once every three years, but then every month or every two months, you get an audit report from another company that has just been there and it's just collected information. And all this information is already processed and compared. So you can say, actually, when I looked at the company, the laboratory had, a, I don't know, you know, a 10, 10 points. Yeah? And when somebody else looked at it, it was nine points. So maybe the laboratory is good. But then maybe you see discrepancies in the production process. Maybe somebody gives eight points, the other two, and another person one point. And you can see, hey, actually something is going on. And then you can go deeper. And maybe you can say, okay, next time when I'm going to audit them, I'm going to look at these specific points because I know that the other ones are already okay. And this is something we believe is super important. And uh, this kind of, I think we see the sharing of information kind of happening in all other industries as well. You know, it, it just becomes more important. And when you look at our kind of challenges we have as a society, you know, we want our food to be more healthy. We want our clothes to be sustainable and we want everything to be kind of environmental friendly. And no company has the capability to look through their entire supply chain. Nobody can do that. Nobody's big enough. And the only way to do that is by actually starting to say, hey, actually, I know this and this, and you know that and that. So let's put it together. And when we already know more. Mm -hmm. And that's the entire idea of, of what we are trying to build. Yeah. So um, I see a lot of potentials and a bit of uh, challenges. Uh, big challenges. Ahead. <laughs> big challenges. You know, it's the mindset. It's the mindset. The mindset. Lots of other, you know, why should people share the information, confidential information, you exactly. know, trade so, secrets and stuff. Exactly. So you need, we need to find a way of having this in a way that it can be shared. Yeah. So uh, I think it's uh, beneficial uh, for everybody if uh, people uh, share, the company shared. So I think uh, uh, some companies would be reluctant. So this, the manufacturers would uh, uh, be reluctant to share because uh, they don't uh, want bad audits uh, to go uh, uh, to right. the public to the public before they uh, i don't know uh, um, pitch the problems that they already have uh, some other uh, the pharma companies that uh, do audits have some pride uh, they don't want to share their uh, hard work uh, with other companies and uh, again there is the confidentiality uh, problem that uh, every manufacturer probably signs when he goes to an auditee right. but uh, i think if uh, people would share this information it would be really beneficial because first of all if i'm in a manufacturer so manufacturers don't like audits why because they have tens of them uh, dozens yeah. of them so in uh, the it consumes a lot of time so when you are a manufacturer you have so many buyers you will get so many audits per year but if you uh, you allow this this information uh, to be, I don't know, not maybe public, but uh, uh, yeah. available, uh, then uh, you would save yourself a lot of time because uh, people would just buy the audit and they uh, won't have to visit you again uh, this year. Right. So you will cut the, uh, um, cut the audits. So I think it's um, 
Yeah. yeah, it's a great vision here. And I think, I mean, we've spent a couple of weeks in China, you know, also pitching this idea. And even in China, so what the suppliers that haven't yet been um, released to the European market, so they weren't yet allowed to sell into Europe. What was interesting for them is just to kind of, you know, get exposure to this information, how well they are performing in order to get better. So what do I need to do as a company in order to be compliant with the EU GMP guidelines instead of, you know, spending so much money on, you know, uh, sometimes expensive consultants? Is there other ways of kind of collecting this information and developing the process together? So what do you do to convince uh, uh, suppliers or manufacturers? to share the information? Uh, do you have success, the success stories? Yeah, we have already done quite a few shared audits and we actually have now also companies approaching us to do our shared audits, asking proactively and pushing this to their customers. It's just a matter of like, I think time and just kind of mm -hmm. showing that it works. And then at the same time, you know, building out our platform that it, so that it's much easier to share this information and that we grow our network and that, you know, maybe suppliers can contribute also information that, uh, you know, typically is not shared. And I think it comes a lot with kind of proving that there is a benefit. So you can sell a lot the vision and you can sell what's coming in 10 years. But at the end of the day, it's about the benefit today. And this is the, yeah, what we have shown in, in some examples. And we, we somehow see this sharing moving forward. And also, I think in our, our um, kind of revenues, you know, initially uh, towards the year, we were making lots of money with, with new audits. And now a majority obviously comes through, you know, sharing because we have more interested in, in, in this and more suppliers actually tell their customers that we've been there. So we see this somehow picking up. So it's a good trend. And uh, is it uh, also possible to buy audits from uh, pharma companies or because of these confidentiality agreements it's uh, uh, not possible for example that the pharma companies do the big one they do so many audits uh, yeah. is it are they allowed to share them uh, yeah. they probably need the agreement and so on yeah so the agreement they always need i mean we also need it right and we have a clear process for this in place where we manage the audits and we don't just send out our information we always ask the audit for approval so the audit always has to accept and uh, yeah, I mean, we're not from the big companies, but some SMEs have put have given us their audits, which we can then resell. And obviously they then get a commission for this, so they get money through this and uh, they reutilize an asset, an audit asset that they have done, you know, six months ago where they have paid for the flights, for the, you know, hours of the people doing it. And now they get a bit of, you know, uh, money on that. So uh, refinance it a bit. Just to add something to this process, uh, because we also want to make sure that the reports we are reselling through our platform, but from uh, pharmaceutical cost, uh, companies are uh, also high quality. Yeah. So we also have kind of a validation of these audit reports and also their auditor qualification. So we make sure that we share only high quality audit reports, yeah. even though they come from uh, pharmaceutical companies and not done internally at Qualify. So we validate the, uh, but uh, how do you actually do it? So, uh, so you have auditors all over the world. So you say uh, that you um, accompany them, or do you review their work? Uh, how does it work? Do you send somebody uh, for a few audits uh, to work with them to do the audits, or how how do you validate them? Uh, this process is a slightly different. So we validate the company. So initially, we validate their uh, auditor qualification process because 
and normally they have one internally yeah. at their companies. So we see if there is any gap, a big gap between their qualification process and our qualification process. We also interview uh, some of their auditors to assess, uh, yes, their skills and knowledge, and then we validate uh, their audit reports. So we do the same uh, gap, gap analysis, let's say, uh, from the content of their reports to our report, and we see if they, they are aligned. The auditors that we work with, they always follow our methodology. Okay. And, uh, and how, and do, our, how do you validate them? Uh, with the qualification process. So uh, during once they are qualified, we do a, a, an onboarding training, let's say. So we present how our reports look like, and we support them during the whole audit life cycle. So they get our input uh, at, all, at all times. So we make sure they follow our standards. So um, since uh, good and the vision uh, is great, and uh, do you want to maybe summarize uh, really the, uh, the uh, benefits of uh, working through a platform like yourself instead of doing your own audits? So from, from an auditor perspective, I think uh, they benefit from an instructor uh, like has a lot of knowledge in terms that we, we get information from many, many auditors around the world. So we have this common vision and we can uh, advise them on what are the trends of, of, the, of the sector. Obviously, they, can, they are also very knowledgeable, so we learn a lot from them. So we do this uh, peer um, mm. In exchanging of information, which is beneficial for uh, everybody. Apart from that, uh, our our process is uh, very structured, so they know they will have the support from qualified quality team at all times. And and yes, probably it will uh, mean less work for them to do on their side. Uh, maybe like let me just one add thing. So I think for the auditors, the main advantage is that they obviously get money and business through us, so they don't have to do their own sales. They just get the the business, and they basically just get an email. Do you want to go there at this point? Everything is done, and they just they are straight away in a position where they can perform the audit. And for the auditees, I mean for them, they save time because we take away some of the audits that other customers would do. And since our audits are very standardized and have a high quality and high acceptance, they can typically give that to many or all of their customers. And for customers, I mean, we provide uh, 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 you know, a very affordable and at the same time, high quality and high experience solution for audits. So nowhere else in the market you find such a good kind of service quality price package when it comes to outsourcing audits. Thank you very much uh, for the, this uh, great talk and I'm grateful that uh, you uh, came uh, to my platform to share uh, your vision of uh, the company and uh, uh, the valuable uh, job and the services uh, that you provide to the industry. And I'm uh, really uh, grateful uh, when uh, people uh, come and share uh, their uh, knowledge and uh, share their uh, services because that's how we grow as a community in the farm world so thank you very much yeah thanks to you yeah thank yeah. you as well for your time thank you for watching or listening to this episode of qualitox podcast i hope you enjoyed it if you did consider sharing it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss new episodes stay compliant and see you in the next one